0: Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1347. So my throat is kind of feeling, starting to feel scratchy. I don't want to uh, get sick just from talking too much, because uh, I recorded uh, a lot yesterday. Um, so I'm going to make this episode pretty quick um, to avoid aggravating it more. Uh, we open up with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. They're talking up drew McIntyre and drew comes out and then Seth attacks him with a chair. Hits him like 10 times in a row. Uh, just right in the back with that chair. The chair is just a, a mangled mess. Then we had, uh, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor and his mystery opponent, Braun Strowman. Um, Leo try. I, I, Uh, A notable moment from this match was when Leo uh, hit Braun with a splash and tried to uh, go for the pin, but then uh, Braun kicked out and launched Leo like all the way across the ring. That was pretty great. Uh, So Braun pinned Leo after just demolishing him, and Bobby Lashley walked away reluctantly. Um, So uh, Bobby, not a very good friend. Not standing by the side of... His, well, it's he's not really a friend, is he? He's, he's like a, um, you know, he's using him. He's using him for what is his assets, for what he offers to help uh, keep his Intercontinental Championship. Uh, backstage, we see that Rhonda has arrived late. Uh, she has arrived with her husband, who would be important later on. Now we had Alexa Bliss hosting A Moment of Bliss with Elias. Elias is announced. Uh, has announced that he will be the musical headliner of WrestleMania. But heavy machinery and the conga line interrupt, and uh, Elias, who's flabbergasted, and Alexa, who's upset that uh, they were they came out too early. She says, "We we why did we rehearse this so many times." Um, Jose was dressed as a hamburger, and he attacks Elias from behind. We get Elias versus. Jose and Elias wins that match. Uh, Heavy Machinery did not have a match, uh, and they didn't they didn't stick around with the rest of the Conga line. So I don't know what they went off to do um, during the actual match. Anyway, uh, then we had Kurt Angle versus Chad Gable. Um, this follows the announcement that Kurt Angle will face uh, Baron Corbin as his final opponent at WrestleMania. So okay. All right, well, if that's what he wants, I good for him, I suppose. Um, Kurt won this match against Chad Gable. Kurt versus Gable would have been the best final match, the final actual match. But uh, maybe it'll be a, an Undertaker type type of thing where Roman retired the Undertaker, but then there's still some more matches after that that's that's probably more likely the case but um (laughs) i guess we'll see what happens or if it changes before then i think it'd be it'd it'd just be this match that they had would have been a lot better i think than what baron corbin versus kurt will end up being and now that was that was great but it's still cool to see uh two olympic wrestlers go against each other in a professional wrestling ring um so yeah uh, Sasha and Bailey, uh, they address the iconics and they say they'll be there on SmackDown Live tomorrow night. So that's finally, finally, that's good to good to hear. Uh, Natalia and Beth Phoenix come out, and then uh, they say Beth says that Nia and Tamina awoke the dragon, and so they challenge Sasha and Bailey at WrestleMania, uh, and they end up brawling because Natalia is, is rude, and then. Um, We get a match, Sasha versus Natalia, which is interrupted by Nia Jax and Tamina, who attacks outside of the ring. Um, She's wearing a Tamina sweatshirt. And I think she looks pretty good in that sweatshirt. um, As opposed to her, I mean, her, I, I like her ring gear a little, her ring, it's so, I always think that I said rain gear. And then I think I said reindeer. Ring gear. I like Tamina's a little bit more than I like Nia's um, in general, but I like how Naya, uh, how Tamina looks just in her Tamina sweatshirt. Um, she looks pretty good in that. But anyway, uh, they attacked, so this whole thing uh, continues. Uh, will it be a triple threat? Will we get somebody from SmackDown in there also? Will we get also get somebody from NXT? Well, two of the people who I would think would be part of that match in a multi- tag team match um they're in the women's championship match now um which did i talk about that that they made that i think i did in the nxt episode that's going to be a, a fatal four-way at uh at that show the <laughs> takeover in new york um so so yeah the sky pirates it would have been really cool to see them in the wrestlemania match tag team women's tag team championship match where's that crackling sound coming from i think it was the wires it's all the wires it's all in the wires um but uh yeah that that uh failed four-way should be really good should be really really good uh then we had ricochet versus jinder mahal ricochet won that match uh he had this excellent uh, maneuver to the outside hitting jinder and the sing brothers I was looking, I was waiting the whole match. What is he going to do to the Singh brothers? That's, that's the highlight of any Jinder Mahal match these days. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we had Ronda Rousey versus Dana Brooke, which ended in about like 20 seconds. Uh, Ronda could have ended it much quicker than that, but she was kind of toying with Dana in a way. And, uh, I just wanted to insult her more than just defeat her. Uh, she holds on to that armbar for a long, long time. Dana just shrieking out in pain. Um, I wrote down screams of agony, but then they actually said that right after that. So, I, you know, I, kind of get, I guess I'm getting brainwashed by the, all the commentary style that I use the same words as they do. But um, yeah, it was interesting. But afterwards, uh, security comes out tries to uh, you know discipline take care of, uh, because it was teased earlier that there's more security in place so that Rhonda doesn't pull something, um, unprofessional, but she does anyway. She attacks him and so does Travis Brown, her husband. He, uh, he smacks one of the, the security guards in the face and, um, she escapes out through the crowd with her husband. Then we had Baron Corbin versus Apollo Cruz, uh, Apollo won via roll up. So it's pretty obvious in this match, Kurt Angle versus Corbin. Kurt Angle is going to win because Kurt Angle defeated Apollo Cruz last week. Um, right before this, uh, we also a nice moment with the revival that Corbin saying like, "Well, you guys like me, right?" <laughs> Hell no. Um, so that was pretty great. We had a Batista interview conducted by Michael Colvia satellites. Um, Batista insists that Triple H has us all fooled. They's uh, tricked us all into thinking he's such a great guy, but uh, his predictions are that one day Vince will wise up and fire him, and that at WrestleMania, uh, Batista will end Triple H's in-ring career. Interview over. So that was that was, that was kind of fun. It was a kind of a fun uh, interview. Uh, then we have the announcement backstage. Uh, Braun announces his entry into the battle royal um Alexa however feels like she needs to well there's the whole thing going on with the guys from SNL weekend update and Alexa says hey let me let me try to work this out I, I'm the host it's kind of my job to keep the peace and all that so let's have a peace talk and so uh Braun gives is giving her one week to get that sorted out so I'm assuming we'll see you if it if that works out or not next week uh, Drew McIntyre, before this match against Seth Rollins in the main event, he challenges Roman at WrestleMania, but begs Roman. He says, I am asking you to say no for the sake of your family. It's kind of the, the same Samoa Joe and AJ Styles thing from last year, uh, with all with his own twist on it. But, um, yeah, he's, he has Roman's number and he's going to punch that ticket at i'm too many metaphors he, he challenges roman so I, I assume next week we'll find out what roman's response is so we had drew mcintyre versus seth rollins another brutal match this was not a false count anywhere match however um no there were disqualifications possible there was not a disqualification we had drew drew mcintyre win after hitting the Claymore, but he was only able to hit that Claymore because he had time to recover because Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman came out, came out just to stand at the top of the ramp and get Seth to look at them for a few seconds. And Drew got the jump and won the match. Uh, Seth was just about to win. He he was all set up to do the the, the stomp and everything. But then uh, the, <laughs> the the... The the pterodactyl noise—it's not pterodactyl, that like metallic noise. The the Brock Lesnar music hit. He was ready to, and then he comes out and distracts up. Um, all these cha- uh, all these potential, all these people, all the people, uh, getting distracted by people coming out. Like, don't get, don't just stand there and stare, silly you know, keep on fighting the person until like the, the person actually comes out there, like glance over every, every now and then, but don't just stand there staring at them. Like, uh, focus on getting your win. So yeah, that's it. That, uh, I didn't really watch anything else yesterday to talk about. Um, I mean, I watched a whole bunch of YouTube, um, uh, researching about, uh, paints mainly like watercolors, watercoloring techniques um, using water brush pens. Um, I ordered some, some new stuff uh, online. Uh, cause I think cause I, I, for all of my custom drawings that I did this over this past weekend, I'm totally changed the subject. Now I'm done talking about wrestling. So if you're, if you're fine, if you're good on the wrestling stuff, then, you know, this episodes don't listen to the rest of this. But if you're interested in art stuff, Um, This past weekend I did commissions, but I did them all with uh, brush pens, ink, brush pens, Um, which is nice, except that the the color isn't really uniform, all that, and I'm not really, I I don't really like the look of it um, as much as I could like it, Uh, like having a solid fill or like having nice gradients, um, uh, really good blending and stuff like that, even with a blending marker, it doesn't really work the same on um with the with markers as it does um if you're if you're working with watercolors so i got to thinking well maybe next night i should figure out a kit that i can take with me um where i can uh it's easy to travel with i don't have like big buckets and everything of water and everything i have to deal with and i realized oh i have these brush pens i should mess with those and see how those go because then you don't need a whole thing you don't need a jar of water to be washing off brushes in um your brush washes itself you just have to have you know a jar of water to empty and to kind of um really just need like paper towels and stuff which uh is a lot easier to transport i think than like jars and things like that it's not that hard to to transport jars and stuff but um Yeah, so I was doing a lot of – watching a lot of the techniques and stuff that other people are doing, and um, I have some watercolor pencils. I have uh, some um, liquid watercolor pigments, but I don't have any, like, real high-quality, like, uh, watercolor blocks, like dry blocks that you can um, transport and not worry about if you're flying somewhere having to have, uh, have those in, uh, an, a quart uh, Ziploc baggie and stuff like that, like you would if with, um, uh, liquid paints. So, um, as I can all of that and, um, I still haven't found like the, the good, to, the best technique for doing what I want to do with those. Um, I think maybe it, it might be beneficial to, um, you know, wet the paper a lot, First, not a lot, but a little bit Um, that might help uh, blending the strokes together a bit more because it's mostly like the background colors. I really like the backgrounds like a a light background and then the the actual drawing in white. So it's the negative space drawing basically that you're leaving the paper unpainted. And that's the kind of look that I'm trying to go for. And I haven't quite nailed that down yet, but I think that could be the look of the Demon Jackal artwork. So go to demonjackal.com for to look at some of my designs and stuff on there. I haven't posted any paintings or anything like that. I think I might doing uh start posting on there like a uh on the blog with like, oh, here's the newest newest paintings, here's a bunch of the commission drawings and stuff like that. And um, I also want to um, try to find uh, like a scanner that uh, can transfer directly that you can scan um, either on its own onto like an SD card because I have an SD card reader for my iPad um, that I could just, uh, you know, get stuff, scan stuff and then get directly on my iPad, upload it, whatever, edit it on there Uh, because I I don't want to bring a laptop. Around with me, um, since I will already have my iPad. Um, so if I can avoid that as much as possible, that's that's my goal. But um, if there is a scanner, just a scanner. I don't want the whole printer combo thing because um, that adds the you know the ink and all of that. I don't need that aspect of it. I'll have all the paint and stuff to do stuff by hand. I want to preserve all that when I'm at a place and. Um, you know, just have a, have a record of all the stuff that I do when I'm uh, making originals for people and stuff. So anyway, that's what I was mostly watching and stuff was uh, all these watercolor techniques and tips and tricks and all that. And um, it's been pretty, pretty informative. Um, and I think I, I'm getting close to nailing it down. So um, anyway, that's it. Uh, let me know what you thought about Uh, this week's episode of Raw by tweeting me at TIW Podcast go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on iTunes Spotify YouTube wherever you listen to podcasts and I'll be back real soon Uh, we're talking about Kofi Kingston in a gauntlet match on Smackdown Live my god that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be incredible I'm sure of it now, he is the one that's going for the goal. So what happens if somebody else is eliminated? What what happens if he's eliminated and there's still 3 people left in the gauntlet? Do they keep do they continue it? And the person who who actually wins it, gets that match? Um, they do not really address that. I think it's kind of I I guess it's kind of assumed that if he if he loses then it's over. Like there's no more, there's nothing left in the gauntlet. It, it's solely determined if he gets something out of this, uh, cause his Vince McMahon's weaselly language, uh, you may not exactly get a, the WWE championship match for winning this gauntlet, but, um, it's, this is like step one or really like step three now to, uh, towards getting that. But anyway, that's up next stay tuned also 205 live I think we have the final for the number one contenders Tony Nese versus Drew Gulak I'm excited for that um, so stay tuned for all of that on the next episode of TIW podcast thanks for listening bye